Hey everyone, welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Tea and Pepper Soup, the podcast. My name is Moyaku Banyakista and I am so happy to be having this conversation with you all. Today's topic is focused on beginning grace, creating from the start. I truly hope this podcast episode blesses you and... I know that there is somebody out there who this is for. So I believe God gives each of us the grace and utterance to start what we need to start in life, whether it's a ministry, whether it's an organization. Well, anything basically you do as a believer um, is ministry, so long as God has led you to do it, right? So whether because of various factors, but it's like God has been really laying so much on your spirit, but you refuse to take the step to start that thing he has laid on your spirit to do. So in this podcast, I really want to talk about beginning grace or the beginner's anointing, the thing that gives you the cause to know you are to start something. You know, anyone who has been called to create something, build something, needs the anointing to start. Today, I want to talk about the importance of starting. You know, if you don't start, there are a lot of um, unlived dreams that God may have for you that if you don't take the step of faith, believing that God has already revealed something to you to do, you may never do what he has called you to do. And what is also really critical to remember is that for everything that you are called to do, there are destinies and lives that are attached to it. So we really shouldn't take those things for granted. You know, um, we've been studying Genesis um, in our women's prayer ministry. And what is really interesting is the things that God lays on on my spirit concerning the importance of beginning, concerning the importance of starting, right? When we look at the beginning of the world, the earth was formless. Like if we look at Genesis chapter 1, the earth was formless. Only God was on the earth with the heavenly host, right? And God realized that he wanted to create something out of nothing. So he created basically all of earth, the animals, and then us, right? The same spirit of God lives in us as believers. So there's a mandate for us to create things. And the only way you can create is if you aren't afraid to start. Creation begins when you start, right? And in the beginning, God started to create, right? He saw the earth, it was formless. And it's the same way before you create anything, before you start anything, it is always at the beginning. It is always from scratch. There is nothing there. It is formless, right? So to be able to have a beginner's grace to create something, you have to realize that you're going to be starting from nothing. And the grace of God that is upon you is going to help you really begin and do what you've been called to do. So what does it truly entail to start? What does it mean to start, right? And the first thing is having a clear vision. Last month, I shared what God was laying on my spirit concerning the importance of having divine vision, right? That the vision you're living is that of God's vision and not out of your own flesh, out of your own will, what you want to do. Now, very much so there are people who believe that they can do whatever they want to do, etc., etc. But as believers and Christians, that is not the mandate on our lives. We have to always constantly be in the will of God, right? Um, 
And so it's really important to have a clear vision of what God has revealed to you of what you need to be doing. Before you even start, there has to be a vision. I believe before God, God is God and he's supreme and omniscient and omnipotent in all. And before God even created the earth and created, you know, the light and the darkness and animals and water and the sea and etc., there was a vision. There was a vision, right? You know, and so I think that's really important to keep in mind. You know, like in Genesis chapter one, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. So we see the first vision of God come to pass in the creation of light, in the creation of having light on the earth, right? And so the importance of having a clear vision cannot be understated or overstated. Like you have to have a clear vision of what it is that God wants you to start, right? The next thing is knowing it's time to start and having a next step on your execution. These are actually twofold. You have to know it is time to start. How do you know it is time to start? God will alert you. God will let you know. He may send messengers around you. He may be dropping it on your spirit. There may be this um, kind of like uncomfortable feeling in your spirit that is pressing up and pressing up and pressing up on you. And the closer you are to God, the more you will hear him. He will remind you about that thing that he laid on your spirit. I'll give you an example. About a few years ago, before, you know, God really brought um, the women's ministry that he um, has me stewarding with a bunch of other sisters, you know, he had revealed it through um, a very close family member of mine in different ways. And God had always told me that I had something for women and girls. That is my ministry. It is my call to work with women and girls, right? And this came through a family member a long time ago. And, you know, it took a while for the vision to come to pass according to God's plan. And I remember there was one particular season I was sharing with one of, and two of my sisters about the fact that God had been laying this thing on my spirit in this particular season to start. And the one sister was like, well, you should start. I think you should. You know, and I was asking God, you know, how do you want me to start? How do you want me to start? Right. And this is how I knew it was time. When it was that season, it was like I became so restless that nothing was at the top of my mind more than that thing. Whenever you feel that sense of restlessness where God just keeps dropping this thing on your spirit or maybe you meet somebody and they start talking about it or somebody maybe you talked about it years ago brings it up out of nowhere. Just know that God is trying to give you direction to start, right? And don't disobey that voice. Don't be afraid to take that step. Having a next step on your execution is the next piece. Is that God will always give you the next step. He may not give you the entire plan. Because that's why faith is so important. But he'll give you the next step. So for me, he told me, start with where you are with what you have. And God revealed to me what that meant. And so I started with what where I was and with what I had. And we started, I think, when God finally pushed me to start, you know, we started just on regular like WhatsApp chat and it just grew from there. And I can say the same thing for my organizations. Like when God wanted me to start with um, 
Giselle, the organization that I co-founded that works with girls, you know, he made it clear to me what the next step was. Go volunteer and learn what girls want. Like, it was very clear, right? And so once you take that first step, that's how the other steps come to pass. God is a God of order, but you have to go by his order, not your own order, right? And so the Bible speaks clearly of this. The Bible says, you know, we have our plans, but God orders our steps. So there is nothing wrong with planning. Just make sure that the planning is aligned to the vision of God's plan. A lot of times God's not going to give you the whole plan. You got to have faith and you got to step out knowing that at least, you know, point A to point B. The moment you step from point A to point B, God begins to open the way and shows you. And if you rely on his voice, he will walk you through every single step of the way. What else does it entail? It entails being clear on what it is you have been called to build. When you get the vision, ask for further direction. Ask for details. Sometimes God will give you details. Sometimes when you spend time in prayer, he'll give you more details. Here's where you should go. Here's what you should do. Here's how you should start. Here's the type of conversations. Here are the type of people that will come your way, right? Like God will make sure that he... He, he allows those type of things so long as you seek him in prayer. So it's also about being clear on what it is you are called to build. Have you been called to build a non-for-profit, you know, that helps with water in certain communities in the world? Have you been called to do a men's ministry? Have you been called to start up a sports club for boys? Have you been called to start up a restaurant? But God wants you to start by catering first. Have you been called to, right? So we don't know God's plans, but we know that all of his plans are for us to prosper. So long as we are walking in the will of God, we will always prosper. Okay, so the next piece of what does it entail to start is continuous obedience and trusting in God to lead you every single step of the way. I think this is where a lot of us miss it, because what happens is sometimes we will take that first step and then we begin to rely on our own understanding. We begin to do things our own way. And the moment we begin to do things our own way, God kind of steps back and says, well, you figure it out. Like when you're ready to check back in with me, I'll be right here. We thank God for his love, but God is a God of discipline and he's a God of order and he's a God of excellence. And he's a God that needs his children to always come to him. So you really have to also be able to have continuous obedience and trust in God, like trust in the voice of God, like ask him, okay, God, I've done this and this. What do you want me to do next? Okay, God, I've done this and this. What do you want me to do next? Right? This worked out. Okay. No, don't go this way. Go this way. Then God begins to guide you, right? So that's really what it entails to start. What are some of the things that impede us from starting even after God gives us the green light? I believe one of the things is fear. Fear is a fuel to that can either upscale you to do what you're supposed to do or it can derail you completely. Now, when fear is in the negative and we, we, we allow fear to stop us, then we don't move forward. There are so many people I know who are crippled in their dreams because of fear. Because of fear. What if it fails? What if it doesn't work out? What if this isn't even what God is telling me to do? You just have to pray against that spirit of fear because fear is not of God. You know, 
Um, in Timothy, God, God, you know, we're, we're told that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So we have to be able to activate that power, love, and a sound mind. It is so important to have a sound mind when you are called to build something. What does it mean to have a sound mind? It means to constantly protect your mind, protect your spirit mind. It's not everything you got to watch. It's not every kind of conversation you need to be having. It's not every type of company you need to be keeping. It's not everybody you got to listen to. The enemy will use fear against you when God has called you to do what you need to do. And so we have to be very mindful of fear, fear, fear creeping in. If anything, cast it out and use it as a way to propel you to push. Every child of God as has been called has something within them that needs to come out to solve a solution for people on the earth. The reason why God has given us a spirit of creativity to build is not because of us. It's because of his people. Because you then become a, a conduit and a channel to bless God's people. So don't allow fear to stop you from what you need to be doing. I know there are a lot of you I'm speaking to right now who have sat on dreams for years because of fear. The next thing is doubt. Doubt. Oh, you know, can I even do this? Self-doubt. Can I even do this? Is this even possible? Doubt is a fruit of the flesh, okay? It is a fruit of the flesh because you're relying on your own self to do things. If you rely on God, you don't have to doubt. If you rely on God, you don't have to fear because God is the one who leads you in everything that you do. And doubt is really there to put down your self-esteem, put down your confidence in God. So be very, anytime you see that there is doubt, your dreams can be starved. Your vision that God has given you can be starved with doubt. So you have to be very mindful of doubt. Okay? One of the ways you need to deal with doubt is committed to God's throne. God, I don't know why I'm feeling so low about this thing. I don't know why I'm unsure. But help me. Let me put my trust in you. Let me put my trust in you so that you can show me the way of doing this thing. The other thing that can impede us from starting even after God gives us the green light. It's listening to outside voices. You sure you want to start that thing? Well, I don't think you should do it that way. Or I didn't succeed when I did it. Or this person didn't succeed. Let me tell you something. When God has given you a vision, you cannot listen to other people. When God tells you go and tells you what step to take, don't listen to what other people are saying. I even want to make a, a um, I even want to say this. Seek knowledge. But be very careful of the knowledge that you seek, even in the books that you read. The Spirit of God surpasses all things. And when the Spirit of God tells you something, believe the accuracy of what God is revealing to you. And take the step that you need to take. Don't listen to what outside voices are telling you. Sometimes outside voices come as a way to kill your dream. Listen to God first. I'm not saying don't seek godly counsel because there are people around who God can use to speak to you. Of course, you have to use discernment even with those people. But tune out any noise that sounds like a distraction or derailing of you starting what God has told you to start. The other thing is distractions. What are the things that impede us from starting? Distractions of the world. There's so many things that can distract you, whether it's like procrastination. Oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Things just going on in our lives. Sometimes things get really, 
really tedious in life and really tough. And we are just like really not like focusing on the thing God has told us to start because it's just so many other things pulling us in several directions. I remember when God laid on my spirit to start the ministry, it took me quite some time. You know, there was other things happening and, you know, okay, like, okay, like I'll do this. Or I was doing things with like other projects and this and the third. And then there was just one time when I, there was this silence around me and I just heard God really clearly. When are you going to stop? And it came through another sister of mine who said, you remember that thing you told me about? When are you going to start it? And that's how God allowed it to come to fruition. So we have to be very careful about the things that pull us away from God on a daily basis because those same things, you know, can also serve as distractions to starting to build what God wants us to build here on earth to bless his people. So the other thing um, that I wanted to spend some time talking about today is how do you actually start? How do you actually start? The first thing is you take the first step, sis. Take the first step. Like, I know so many people, and it's normal, but I know so many people who literally will tell me something and it'll be years later and they still sitting on that thing. And I'm like, wait, we talked about this like four years ago. What's going on? You know, and I'll go to God about certain things too, like, but God, you told this so-and-so to do this and this. Like, why is it taking so long, you know? And sometimes God will send me back to people to say, hey, what's up with that thing you said you were going to do? What's up with that prayer group you said you were going to start? What's up with that organization you said you were going to start? What's up with that business you said you were going to start? What happened? When God was creating the heavens and the earth, he started somewhere. You got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere and you got to believe God that where you have started is where he would take over. You got to start. You got to show God that, you know what? I'm ready for this. You got to show God obedience, right? So God expects the same thing from his children. He modeled it for us in the creation of creation. He modeled it for his children. So if God does it and you have the spirit of God within you, he expects nothing less from you. Once you start to realize, just as a creation story, that God had already everything mapped out for us, what makes us then discount the importance of starting? What makes us then discount the importance of stepping forward? So you really got to take that first step. You got to take the first step. And then after the first step, God will tell you to take the next step. And then after the next step, God will tell you where to go and who to connect to, etc. I've seen this in so many areas of my life that I don't take it for granted. I don't take the beginner's grace for granted. I don't take the starter's anointing for granted. There are a lot of people who it will take them centuries to start something. And it's because every believer has a starter anointing. But if you don't tap into it, the enemy will do whatever they need to do to put fear in you, doubt in you, etc. You start paying attention to everything else going on around you. It will starve your dreams. You know, there's so many, so much noise sometimes in the world, even just in the space that I work in with women and girls in, in my career space. It's a very cluttered space, right? It's a lot of people doing work. Some people not well-intentioned. Some people doing it more for clout. 
Some people, you know, for me, like this is a calling upon my life. So I don't take it for granted. I don't take God's call on my life for granted. I know that there is destinies that are attached to the call. So I don't take it for granted. So for me, when I think of all those things, when God tells me to take a step, I take the step because I know it's not about me. It's beyond me. Right. So continue the second thing is continue how do you start you continue staying in prayer and asking God for step after each step even before you start stay in prayer with God ask him where do you want me to go what do you want me to do what do I need to do father God to please you what are the things the businesses that you have in me that you want me to start what are the ministries that you have in me that you want me to start who do you want me to bless and God will show you things of what he wants you to do I know this becomes really hard for people who are planners, but spend a lot of time seeking the face of God about his plans. Don't start mapping out strategic year plans and all that stuff without checking with God. God will tell you the next step. Okay, I need you to go so-and-so at so-and-so time. Boom, got it. What do you need me to do, Father? What is there? There's been seasons where God has spoken to me clearly. This is what I need you to do. Here is so-and-so person that I need you to meet. Here's the message that you will bring to them. Sometimes he doesn't tell me anything. He just says, go. When I go, while I'm going, sometimes it'll bring people in my path that I need to minister to, people in my path that I need to encourage, people in my path who are there to bless me. Right? So it is so important to stay in prayer and connected to God. When God wants you to start, I, I call it a starter season. There is a season and a period where God tells you to start and you got to start. You know, so God won't reveal everything to you all at once. You won't be able to handle it. You know, in the quest to start something, you must surrender your own idea of your plans always to God. You must always surrender Every conception of what you think is supposed to happen to God's throne. The moment you do that, God rearranges everything and tells you what he wants to see come to pass. The third thing is surrender the notion of having it all figured out. You can't. You got to go through the trials. You got to go through the ups and downs. You got to take God step by step, the steps that he gives you, right? So you don't have it all figured out. There's no possible way. Even for people who are not necessarily working with God, when you hear about some of these other millionaires and all these people who are not necessarily believers, they'll tell you, I failed, I tried, I this, I this, and what about now a believer who is in tune with God and is hearing from God and things like that? You just have to surrender. The more you surrender, the clearer things get for you, right? So why is it important? Why... Is it important to start? It is, the first thing is destinies. Destinies can't wait. Destinies can't wait. There is a period, as I said, where God really, you know, tells you, you got to go. People can't wait. There are people who are waiting for your gift. There are people who are waiting for your gift. When we started um, the ministry, when I say we, I mean me and God, because he's the CEO. <laughs> when we started the ministry, I think we started, I think it was about 10 of us. And God has been bringing women and handpicking the women that he wants there. You know, the same thing with when we started Giselle. We started with nine girls. And to date, we have 200 girls 
in the program plus. So destinies are attached to your yes, right? To start means you have said yes. So every destiny that is attached to your yes and to your starting can't afford for you not to start. So there are people who you will meet along the way when you're walking according to the plans that God has for you, that God has assignment for them through you. And if you don't say yes, those assignments will never be fulfilled. Scary, right? The other reason why you have to start is God's name has to be glorified through whatever you're building. So people will always come back and say, how are you able to do this? People ask me this all the time. How are you able to do that? How are you able to do that? And the only glory I can give is to God. Before I even start talking about, oh, you know, I've been blessed with a good team. The only glory I can give is God. And that is the difference between believers and many other people. Because everybody else will tell you about what, you know, metrics and schools they went to and this and the third. And, you know, if that works for them, that's great. But... At the end of the day, the reason why we have to start is the glory has to go back to God. The glory has to go back to God. I think a lot of times we take this for granted. Like God has to be glorified in the believer's life. He has to be glorified in the things that we create. You know how many times people are always stunned by how God moves through the different things that he has asked me to steward? It's not, it has nothing to do with me and everything to do with his kingdom and the people that he wants to bless through me, right? The other thing is that God wants to use you as a channel. And the more God can use you as a channel, you become a representative of God on earth. Humans are an extension of God here on earth. God has to go through us to bless people. He can bless anybody however he wants. But because of human interaction, God created the earth in that way that we need each other. And so we are channels for God's goodness. We are channels for God's blessing. So one of the reasons why you must start is God wants to be able to show people how he works through his children. And so when somebody sees and they say, wow, look at all the amazing things that are happening through Moyatu, through Moyatu, not from Moyatu, not because of Moyatu, through Moyatu, there's always a source that you got to go back to. Nowadays, I'm always amazed by how people will do anything to discredit God. It's so amazing to me. They will do anything to discredit God in everything. They'll tell you, oh, the universe, the universe, the this, the that, all kind of stuff. Who created the universe? God. You have more dominion over the universe than you even think. So for people who like will say, oh, the universe, I pray to them. I'm like, why are you praying to something that you have dominion over? And so God wants to show the world why he created us. He created us to use us as channels to bless the land, use us as channels to bring people to his kingdom. And so it's really, really important that we, 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 we say yes, we take that step, we start because that is the only way God's will can be done on the earth. God's will can be done in our lives. We are channels for God's goodness here on earth. Don't forget that. Every time you sit and you're struggling with starting something, remember that it's not about you. It's about the channel that God wants to use. Right? So I just thought it was really important because we're at the beginning of the year. 
And this is when a lot of people start things. You know, we have a lot of young people who are really, you know, God is really pouring out a lot into them and, you know, like to start things, to do things. And, you know, people are really thinking of ways to solve solutions and things like that, you know, but like, we just have to really be moving with God and asking God for his will because it can easily become something that is more about us and less about God. And the worst thing you want to do as a believer is start something that is out of the will of God. It's important to always start and walk with God. And so today I really wanted to spend some time to really talk about beginning grace, creating from the start. And this idea of the beginner's anointing, the starter's anointing, it is, there is really such a thing, right? You know, and so, so many people will be blessed, right? The other, you know, final reason is like, so many people will be blessed by what you do. I can't tell you how many people have been employed through the organizations that I have, I've been blessed to, to steward. I can't tell you how many people's live seeds have been sown into through some of the work that I've done in the philanthropy circuit. I can't tell you how many people, how many girls have developed self-confidence and like, just like, you know, understanding their destinies a little bit more. I can't tell you how many women in the ministry have had so many tremendous things happen in their lives because I said yes to God, because I took the step. It wasn't an easy step. There was fear involved. But even when the enemy was trying to make me afraid, I kept going. And there's still days. This is something we got to remember. Even when you start, there will be challenges. Things will happen. But sis, you got to start. The moment you know that this is from God and he gives you the season to start. And he says, this is the season to start. Don't take it for granted. That is, that's, that's really what I wanted to share today because we're in the beginning of the year where there's so much happening. There's so much noise. There's so much negativity around and there's so many tumultuous things happening. So you really don't have time to waste. We are really in the end times. And so when God has told you to do something and you're sitting on it, you really got to check yourself, you know, and you got to, you got to just take that step of faith and believe that God will meet you there. So this is what I really came to share today is like, You know, don't take God's word for your life for granted because for every seed that God has sown concerning whatever you need to start, there is a large legacy and a manifestation waiting. Okay, it's not about just you. It's about generations after you. There's so many generations in your line that would be blessed because of this thing that God wants you to start. And for us as believers, it is always about ministry. It is always about kingdom advancement. It is always about blessing God's people. It is always about bringing people to God so that they can have a closer relationship with God. So why wouldn't you want to start? It is only for good things that you need to start. If you look at it that way, it should, it should, it should make you joyful that even God is giving you uh, the, the green light to start. See it as a joyful thing when God says, I want you to do this. See it as a joyful thing. See it as a way to serve God. There is nothing more more greater than saying yes to God's call. Yes to God's assignment in certain seasons. Because that is the thing that puts the smiles on God's heart the most. When his people are obedient and they operate in faith. It says without faith it is impossible to please God. There is no way you are a builder and a starter in the kingdom. And you don't operate in faith. It's impossible. So imagine God is pleased with people who create. 
He's pleased with people who start because those people, they don't joke with their faith, right? Because it is only by faith that they walk. They walk by faith and not by sight. That means that you take the step. You don't know what's coming next, but you do it radically because you know God is going to meet you there. So I really wanted to share that today. I wanted to encourage somebody today because I feel like there's somebody who is sitting on things. God has told you so many things. You've written the plans out. You've designed the thing, but he's like, you're sitting there. You even have a website that you've bought the, the website host, but you're still sitting there. You haven't done anything other than that. It's in the dark. And as we know in Genesis, anything in the dark, God wants to bring to light. That's why when the first thing he started, he said, let there be light. So anything in your life right now that is still in the dark, that's still hidden because you feel like God has been telling you this is the season. God says, let there be light over that thing. So that's what I want to leave y'all with today. I hope you were blessed by this tea and pepper soup. Tea and pepper soup is growing and doing some amazing things by the grace of God. I'm so pleased by what God is doing through me. Sincerely, when we started this year, you know, there were some things he laid on my spirit. And then there were certain things he just was like, we're just going to flow. And you tell me what you want to do. And there's a lot of things he's rearranged. Like, there's a lot of people he's laid on my spirit that he wants me to bring on the podcast. And I'm excited to bring them so that they can bless you all. You know, my goal for tea and pepper soup is God's goal is that it should really bless young millennials who are believing God for major things in their lives, particularly those who are, you know, in ministry, social impact, entrepreneurship. So I hope this was a blessing to you. And I hope that as you think of starting, you don't delay anymore. I pray that God won't allow any more delay over your life. I pray that everything that God has spoken over your life in this season to start, you will start. I break every spirit of fear, any spirit of doubt that is over you. And I pray that the spirit of God will flow through you to do what you have been called to do. It has been a pleasure. Um, please, please, please share this podcast with people who you know will be blessed. Whether it's this one, whether it's season one, whatever, you know, God lays on your spirit, share it with other people. Don't keep it to yourself. Um, we are on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Also on my website, moyatsubania.com. Leave reviews on iTunes. Show us love um, because the more you show us love, the more visibility other people get and they can be blessed by the podcast. So, you know, I just wanted to say have a blessed rest of the month. I hope all things good come your way. And I pray for your protection. Once again, this is Moyatsu Banyakista. And you have been listening to Tea and Pepper Soup, the podcast.